Hello, and welcome to Look What You Made Me Read, the podcast all about books and making your best friend read the books that you want to read. And with you today <laughs> is <laughs> me, Kat, and my BFF, Val. Yo, it's me, your BFF. That's right. And yeah. so, very exciting. We are now in March. And if you guys yes. don't know, we're doing a different genre every month. Yes. And so, March, we have a new genre, and it is mystery thrillers. And Ooh. I was like, because when we were thinking of these genres, I remember thinking very, like, clearly, okay, March is mystery. I don't know why. Maybe it's the alliteration, but I was just like, yeah. March is mystery. I, it felt <laughs> correct. And then I was thinking about it. And then my mom told me about this. But mostly I was thinking about this. Uh, <laughs> that March is very fitting for mystery because of the Ides of March. It, was, it Caesar was betrayed and murdered in oh. March. It's very fitting. So yeah, like March that. is... The month of murder and mystery, you know? Nice. We, the, yeah. we knew that all along. That's the We knew that all along. Exactly. <laughs> it's, I'm an intellectual who thought of this and, you know, that's just You don't need your mum to help I don't and tell you she, she, I mean, she was like, is that why you thought of it? And I was like, yes, obviously. That's why I of it. <laughs> You're like, yes, exactly that. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so that's very exciting. Uh, so, so we're doing mystery as we've just mentioned, and today is my pick, and we are doing the book "Just the Nicest Couple" by Mary Kubica, mm-hmm. which I really I like saying it the title like "Just the Nicest Couple." Yeah, it's a very good title. <laughs> Just the nicest couple. <laughs> it's so weirdly fun. I to did say. enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So we'll be chatting about that. But first, you know, me and Val, we got to catch up. We got to discuss some stuff. Um, Anything you need to bring to the table this week? Um, The only thing that's coming like top of mind is because we spoke about it last week because we announced the end of the potty who we're reading for the next potty. And we spoke about Mary Kubica. Yes. Um, And we spoke about Local Woman Missing, which I hadn't read at the time, but I've now read. Mm -hmm. Um. Mm -hmm. And I just want to say, like, the overall book, I can't, I think I gave it a four. It was like a 3.5, rounded up to a four or something. Um, But I just want to say, the beginning of that book is, like, I would read it just for the beginning of that book. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because it put me, like, insanely on edge. Like, I think the reason it went down to 3.5 is because the rest of the book was not as good as the beginning of the book. The beginning of the book is insanity. Um, and it like brought a lot of expectations, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's an overall good, like it's a good book overall. And I like her writing style. Um, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I was just like, nothing was as good as the very beginning, <laughs> which is good. Like I would read it just for that. I would recommend it just for that. I want to be able to like agree, disagree. I just don't remember. <laughs> Yeah, I read this book a while ago, and I all I really remember is really enjoying it. I think I liked it more than how you're describing it. Um, I believe in my review, I I I rated it four stars, but I I said it was like maybe even a four point five. Yeah, you did. Um, but I and I remember the beginning being intriguing, but I remember just enjoying the whole ride of the book. I but. 
you ask me what it's about, what happens, I cannot tell you. I can just remember <laughs> the feelings I had while reading it. Uh, yeah. That being said, I was looking at my review of it in anticipation for that, hopefully hoping it would jog my memory. It did not. But um, I want to <laughs> ask you about the doctor, because I wrote in my review, I wish something horrible had happened to the doctor. And I want to know, why did I hate him so much? Um, he was just a very, like, misogynistic, like, borderline mm. abusive, like, like, he was just very rough with his, and, like, very, like, traditional old school, like mentality he was just like a bit of a dick to be honest got um, it okay but nothing to do with the actual like twist yeah i like, remember the... it had nothing to do much with the story yeah. i just hated him as a character and i just wanted something horrible to happen to him yeah <laughs> it sadly does not but he he is a dick <laughs> that was my main complaint <laughs> you know it was just I the just doctor something horrible to befall him <laughs> yeah no uh <laughs> That's very exciting. There was another... Oh, yeah. The Other Misses is the other Mary Kubica book that I've read that mm-hmm. I remember enjoying, but not as much as The Other Misses. Nope. But not as much as Local Woman Missing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I feel like she she writes pretty solid, like, fun mysteries. Like Yeah. yeah they're, they're entertaining. You know? They're, they're maybe nothing crazy or nothing. Like, like they're not going to be... For me personally, not as like mind blowing or like crazy as like Alex Michalides, you know. But they're fun. They're reliable. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I put in my review like, oh, I didn't see the twist coming, which is always a good mm-hmm. sign. But I can't remember what the twist was either. That's and so I only funny. read it in like the last two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I wrote the same thing. I was like, yeah. I didn't see the twist coming, and I'm yeah. like, who who knows? What was it? I can re- I can read the book again because I don't remember. <laughs> I love how as uh, soon as I put a book down, I'm like, it's forever, like, gone dude, out of my brain. It's so bad. That's bad. why I literally read the podcast books, like, two days before we record. Oh, so, yeah, like, I had to. I remember. I, yeah, I had to read a summary for this one, because I was yeah. like, what the hell happened? <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, um, like, I can maybe get away with it when it's, when it's, like, your turn to pick and you have to, like, lead the discussion. Yeah, and then you're but, like, oh, yeah. It's like, okay, yeah, it's <laughs> not coming back to me, you know? Yeah. But this, this one, I was like, it's best to wait. <laughs> and also, I, I only got it from the library on Thursday, which was four days oh, ago. Okay. So. Yeah, damn. <laughs> so I just got lucky that I yeah. managed to nab it. I was like, I might have to end up buying it. <laughs> but I didn't. So we're all That's good. good. Yeah. Uh, what I wanted to bring up before we talked about yes, the book that we're reviewing um, is that I watched the first three episodes of Daisy Jones. Ah, I was going to ask you about this as well. Yes. Um, I've been curious about it. And you know mm-hmm. what? I'm really enjoying the show. Uh, good. Is it, good. Is it the exact vibes that I was picturing? No, not necessarily. But I think they still did a really good job with the material and a really good job of, like, kind of doing its own thing. So, yeah. I mean, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty um, accurate to the books. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, and it's, but the, I feel like the characters are really well. I think uh, the actress who's playing Daisy Jones is doing better than I was expecting, honestly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think I was thinking about it and I was like, I'm still not necessarily impressed with her voice or necessarily Sam Claflin's like 
singing voice. Okay. Yeah. But what I think actually, but what I think actually works for the show and even feels almost true to the books is that you kind of like listen to their voices individually and you're like, yeah, I mean, they can sing, but you know, yeah, it's, it's fine. Yeah. But then when they sing together, it's kind of magic. It kind of sounds really good together. And nice. I feel like, which makes it kind of it's the totally whole point work because yeah. that's the whole point. Exactly. <laughs> Once they get together, like, and starts, cause like, I won't say it. I, I was going to talk about the actual episodes, but I'll save it for you if you're going to watch it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when I like heard them sing together, I'm like, wait, this is kind of magic. This sounds actually really good. And uh, yeah, so I, I've actually been listening because they have all the songs on Spotify. And I was okay. actually listening to the songs on their own. And I was like, actually, I'm enjoying just the music. I think I might listen to this on my free time. Okay, nice. So, That's a good sign. Yeah, it, it's definitely, it's, it's, a, it's a good adaptation for sure. Uh-huh. Um, I think they do a good job. <laughs> However, I think it's kind of funny that like, so I think they're doing eight episodes and obviously they're going to leave some stuff out of the book, but it's like a, I don't know, a three and a half, a three and a half, 300 and like 50 what pages maybe book. And mm-hmm. they're making eight episodes and they have to, they have to take some stuff out. Uh, and then I'm thinking about how they're also adapting Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo into a movie. I'm like, <laughs> how are they going to get, they're not even going to get a quarter. It's going to be like, so <laughs> difficult. Yeah. It's gonna be, how are they going to put all of that, what's in that book into a movie if they You'd can't even put everything. have to lose so much. Exactly. So I'm like. Yeah. Even though I'm very much enjoying Daisy Jones and the Six, and I think it's a great adaptation, I have very little faith in the Evelyn Hugo adaptation, which is really yeah. unfortunate. Um, yeah, and I don't know, I actually don't know who's doing it, like which studio or, or if it's going to be streaming or whatever. Um, I think it's... And I don't know. I, I thought I saw someone say it was Netflix, but it could have been just like a joke oh. about how Netflix does really bad adaptations. Uh, <laughs> so I really don't know. Uh, but kudos to Prime because they're nailing Daisy Jones in the six. Cool. Yeah, I'm going to watch it and then I'll probably have some, I'll probably be caught up by the next podcast. Yeah. So I will. And I feel like Sam Coughlin, which I was thinking about it, it kind of really um, captures the spirit of Billy Dunn because, you know, Billy Dunn's kind of like, a bad person <laughs> he kind of sucks a bit but he also <laughs> has this weird charm that you still want to root for him oh 100 you know, he's, he's kind of a dick the whole time yeah 100 <laughs> and, and sam clava's really like i'm getting that same feeling while i'm watching the show like where i'm like oh, come on don't be such a little don't be such a dick, you know. He's like he, he, you know, he treats his wife badly. He, he's very controlling of his band, and yet you still want him to succeed. You still want him, you know, because because in the end he is trying to redeem himself, right? So you still root for him. He still has that charm, which yeah, I think is the entire point. But yeah, it's it definitely has a lot of potential. I'm. I'm excited to watch the rest. Love that. Yeah. I'm excited to watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's pretty much it. I don't think I've read anything all that interesting in the last two weeks. 
No. Uh, oh, by the way, it is Netflix. That's picking up. Ah, so it was no joke. Yeah, so I don't know if I can trust <laughs> to do. Probably not. <laughs> a movie of Evelyn Not Hugo. a good side. Yeah. Oh, actually, what's funny is that I kept seeing on TikTok this, like, woman who was talking about the Daisy Jones adaptation. And I was like, why does this random woman keep popping up uh on my for you page of talking about Daisy Jones, and then I saw it was like the you know like Reese Witherspoon book club thing. Oh right, yeah, because she did Daisy Jones as part of, anyway, and I think yeah. it's part of Reese Witherspoon's production team. I don't know whole thing. Oh. Uh, but but anyway, I was it's like random woman talking about the adaptation, and it took like multiple videos of scrolling past it to actually stop and listen and realize that that was Taylor Jenkins' read. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. And I was like, oh, not a random moment. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> uh, I don't have face recognition for, like, any author. <laughs> yeah. No, that's fair. What I've read, actually, this week is, I don't, have you ever read any uh, Emily St. John Mandel? Oh, I don't think so. It doesn't ring a bell. No, she, she, uh, f- her most famous book, I guess, would be uh station 11 station 11 yeah that's what's called um which was like came out in 2014 but it's about like this pandemic uh that kills like a lot of the population and becomes like post-apocalyptic type thing but it's like okay. very well well written and very good and uh and i read it like in 2020 which was not anxiety inducing at all <laughs> um <laughs> But it was a very good book. But uh, last year she came out with Sea of Tranquility, which was uh, put in, it was like, I think it won Best Sci-Fi of last year and the Goodreads Awards. Oh. And I've been curious about it because it's a pretty short book. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. You know, short sci-fi. I don't see that that often. And uh, it was really good. It was... uh, yeah, I was very pleasant. Like, I really enjoyed Station Eleven, but I think I liked this one even better. It was it was really weird, but great about, like, time travel. Let me... Sorry, say the title again. A Sea of Tranquility by Emily St. John Mandel. Ooh, okay. Oh, I kind of recognize the cover. Yeah, you've probably seen it, like, because it, it's, it was probably talked about last year. Mm. Uh, and yeah, I think it's like, it'd be like a 4.5 for me, but I rated it, I rounded it up to five because I did like enjoy it so much. Cool. I'm yeah, going so to put it on my one to read. It. It, yeah. it, I mean, like I say it's like sci-fi time travel, but that is not the feel of the book at all. Like it, that is what it's about, but it's just so much more. I feel like, yeah, it's an interesting book. Cool. It has a lot of good reviews, so I mean, I guess yeah, that's why yeah. it won the <laughs> the <Yeah. laughs> Goodreads Choice but Award thing. That doesn't always mean anything. No, I mean Goodreads people can't always be trusted. <laughs> I mean, you look at like any Colleen Hoover book, and they're all over four stars. Every Sarah 100%. J. Mass book is over four stars. Yeah, it's baffling. Uh, Tomorrow, tomorrow, and tomorrow, what book of the year, which is baffling <laughs> to me. 
That one, I will admit, I think it's just not for me. I don't think it's a bad book. <laughs> I don't want, I don't want to put it in the category of Colleen and Sarah J. Maas. <laughs> it's not that at all. Um, it's just not for me. <laughs> all right. So I think it's time to discuss just the nicest couple. Let's uh, do but... it. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just I can't do it the way couple. you do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a challenge I have. <laughs> Um, okay, so this book is really about two couples, it's, and they're both just the nicest couples. <laughs> um, and the book is told um, in two perspectives. It's told in the perspective of Nina, who is in her late 30s, she's a teacher, and she's married to Jake, who's a very well-renowned surgeon. And then you also get the perspective of Christian, who's the part of the other couple, whose job, I still don't know what it is, some kind of office job. Um, <laughs> I feel like they talked about it a few times. I'm like, I still don't know. Yeah. I don't, really care. <laughs> I don't think I care. <laughs> um, and, and his wife, Lily, who um, I don't believe their ages are established, but they're established that they're younger. They're a younger couple than... Um, yeah. Nina and Jake, uh, and Lily is also a teacher, and Lily and Nina are friends because they teach at the same school. So, the book starts with um, Jake disappearing, and uh, Nina not knowing where her husband is, and being worried that he has just left her because they have been fighting, because in his words, she has not been doing her wifely duties. Uh, that's basically what they're fighting about. So you're already like off the bat. You're like, okay, I hope Jake's dead. He sucks. Um, <laughs> and then <laughs> we go to Lily and Christian. And a few days later, we find out that Lily actually ran into Jake at this like hiking trail. Um, and he basically tried to sexually assault her and she fought back and she ends up hitting him with a rock and he starts bleeding and she runs off and so she tells this to her husband Christian he's very upset and she's like he's missing now I'm scared that I killed him uh no one know where he is he hasn't been to his job and so the book kind of goes on like that for a while where um Christian is helping Lily his wife uh, cover up her tracks. You know, they they end up stealing a key, a car key of Jake's to move his car. Someone knows he was at the hiking trail. And the whole time, Nina, the wife of the missing husband, is trying to figure out what happened, where he is. Uh, and that goes on for a while. Uh, and we find out, I'm trying to like, I'm trying to just do a quick summary without leaving anything too crazy <laughs> out. <laughs> um, so we find out later on... Spoilers, by the way. <laughs> yeah, obviously spoilers. I'm gonna <laughs> reveal the twisties. Um, so Lily ad- ends up admitting to Christian... Oh, because like... I'm trying to remember. There was... They there find out that ring. there was a earring in his car and then something yeah. else happens where Christian starts being a little suspicious. He's like, wait, 
uh, tell me the whole story, Lily. And she's like, okay, this is awkward. But actually, (laughs) I've been sleeping with Jake. My bad. And um, we met up actually at the hiking trail because I wanted to call it off. And then he got really upset. Uh And started calling her names and blah, blah, blah. And she ends up grabbing a rock and hitting him over the head. And she was like, I was scared for my life. So I had to, but you find out, sorry, I forgot to mention. Yeah. <laughs> See, I knew I'd forget to mention something. Uh, we, by this point, it's been about like two weeks that he's been missing and his body has been found, but yes. they've discovered that the, the way he died was a, gunshot wound to the head what what and and that's actually this is why christian becomes suspicious he's like did you shoot him like what the hell and she's like no i swear it was just a rock but we did sleep together um and he's like (laughs) so now he's like i don't know what to believe i don't know if i trust her now and he searches for a gun can't find a gun um Lily ends up getting arrested for this murder because Nina, you know, finds a bunch of evidence. You know, she finds out, finds her earring in his, in Jake's car. Um, probably other stuff that I'm forgetting. Anyway, uh, <laughs> and obviously Lily's DNA is like on Jake's body. And so she gets arrested for the crime. She admits to the whole rock stuff and the affair, but she insists she did not shoot him. She did not kill him. Um, and while this is happening, Nina also has this kind of like low key stalker who works at the school, who's like clearly in love with her. So you're like, well, what's going on with him? But he's just a red herring and <laughs> turns what out. What a creep as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, turns <laughs> out that the person who shot him was actually Nina's mom, who Throughout the story, the reason really that Nina and Jake are fighting is because Jake is really upset that she's spending time with her mom, who is ill and who has just found a mass in her breast and who is being tested for cancer. And Jake's really upset that she's spending all this time with her mom. (laughs) And he's just like, wow, I can't believe you're not fucking me and you're instead taking care of your mom. That's rude as hell. So I'm going to go ahead and have an affair and be upset at you about it. Um, (laughs) And so that happens. But then the mom... uh, Oh, so at the end, Nina finds this, like, uh, a fine for, for like, going through a red light that takes a picture of the person automatically if they're going through a red light. And it's her mom. who, And she's like, uh, my mom's not supposed to be driving because of the whole whatever illness she has. It's supposed to affect She's supposed her to be, like, vision. blind. <laughs> exactly. And so she's not allowed to drive. And part of the whole Nina taking care of her mom was that she had to drive her to places because she couldn't do it herself. And, and so in the end, like, the mom's like, okay, yes, I did murder your husband, but he sucked. I could tell he sucked. Like, I knew he was having an affair. Like, she followed him and found out she was having an affair. She's like, so I tried, yeah. I fixed the problem for you. Like, hello, now you have his life insurance, his money, uh, and we can live out our lives. And, okay, so this is, like, the very end end. And I'm like, yeah, Nina, literally just do that. Like, it's your mom. Just live out your life. And your husband sucked. So. And... <laughs> And, you know, sure, Lily did not kill your husband, but she also sucked. So just let her rot in prison. 
Listen, maybe yeah. I'm a bad person. Maybe I'm a bad person. I don't know. But I was like, I'm on your mom's side. I think she did you a favor. And you guys are literally getting away with it. Um, Lily could probably have actually gotten off if she had went to trial. Because uh, maybe. I don't know. She Maybe she wouldn't have. But either way, I think she kind of deserves some consequences for being so terrible. Um <laughs> Uh, anyway, and so it ends, so, so, like, her mom confesses, and then it goes to eight months later, and you find out that Lily's not in prison, she's fine, but her and Christian are separated, and, um, Nina's mom gets, uh, gets, like, a shortened sentence because of her health, and that's the end, and, and, and I was just like, I, like I said, I was really upset that I really wanted Nina to just let her mom get away with it. But I will discuss this. Nina sucked. Nina was so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I have multiple reasons why I could not stand Nina. Um, I can't wait to hear them. <laughs> but before I go into this, uh, I just want to know what you thought of the book. Mm. Yes. So um, the book was okay. I think I hated most of the characters (laughs) I don't really like anyone to be honest like Christian I guess was fine but I don't know like his choices were like what are you doing uh Lily was probably the worst um Nina was yeah like you said pretty bad as well like a lot of the characters were just like a struggle to read through so that kind of isn't very helpful I don't know if they're like supposed to be intentionally like really annoying but I found a lot of them quite annoying I think Um, so yeah um the the twist was okay like i don't know how i feel about it being her like oh her mom was like oh she's pretending to be more blind than she is like i don't think that was really like oh like super cool twist. and then in the end it's kind of like everything's wrapped up really nicely and everyone's fine and everyone just like moves on with their lives i don't know mm-hmm. um i think the kind of end didn't sit that well with me also another thing which is not related to the story at all the house that christian and is it lily sorry lily yeah lily live in um is basically like so it's supposed to be this really nice house but it is described as like their back garden becomes like the back of the park or something and they have have people going in and out all the time i was like no like no (laughs) i would never (laughs) i mean i don't mind it i just like i would build the fence (laughs) Yeah, like, have some kind of... Because, like, every time they hear a sound in the garden, it's like, oh, it could just be teenagers, like, loitering. I'm like, what? (laughs) Put a fucking fence up. (laughs) But I think the point is that they sunk all their money into the house, and I think Mm. any kind of repairs or fixes need to be done later on once they... It's established that they spend all their money on this big house. I'm just paranoid in general, so I wouldn't want to live right. even for a few months with like people being able to go in and out of my garden <laughs> whenever <laughs> they want. In the pitch black, there's like no lights either. Uh, anyway, besides the point. Um, yeah, <laughs> the story overall was okay. I think I wasn't like blown away by it. If yeah. I'm comparing it to like Local Woman Missing, I think that was mm-hmm. much better. Yeah, um, I agree. I think Local Missing. Local Women Missing was better, but I do think I had a more enjoyable read than you did. And though I agree that a lot of the characters were, like, 
unlikable, I didn't mind it. I didn't find that a, necessarily a struggle to read. I enjoyed reading it, and especially because basically all the characters are kind of going through a struggle trying to either figure out what's going on or if their husband left them or how to get away with murder. And so I was kind of enjoying them <laughs> dealing with the consequences of their own actions, you know? And, yeah. And I think, like, Nina had the most potential to be, a, like, the most sympathetic, but because she just kept... And, you know, this is overused, but kept having this, like, Karen-type behavior. <laughs> um, <laughs> I could not root for her. So I was actively rooting for Christian and Lily to get away with murder. If Lily's account of things were how it, they were. Yeah. Uh, but, but also, throughout the book, I also... Because, like, we're only reading it through Christian's point of view. Yeah. That side of things. And I did not trust Lily, like, for a second. No, she's dodgy as fuck the whole because way the through. Because the way that Christian, like, talks about her, he is so clearly, like, beyond in love and smitten. Yeah. And, like, cannot see any fault in her. Like, you can see yeah. how, like, skewed his view of her is. And, like... It was just so funny, like, every now and then her story would change a little bit, and he'd be like, oh, my lovely, beautiful wife, she's so silly, she didn't realize that that was an important detail to mention. Yeah. She's a beautiful, silly person, what can I say? She's my loving wife who has never done anything wrong in her life, so. (laughs) Um, So that was kind of funny, and so you can tell, like, right away that his view of things clearly are not uh, gonna be right. And I did feel kind of bad for him, even though he was kind of like the biggest simp ever. Um, I I felt bad that he got like really played. Uh, But I did, I was happy at the end that we find out that the Oh, sorry. I forgot to mention, but she, Lily was pregnant throughout this entire thing. Uh, but we do find out that the baby is his. So I'm like, good for Christian. Yeah, Christian least, gets yeah. one win. <laughs> True. Yeah, yeah. If it wasn't that, it would have been like, put like yeah. literally Christian just kept getting knocked down. Exactly. <laughs> um, I, I don't think the twist was, you know, anything crazy, but, um, I I felt like I was enjoying the story and I just wanted to know where it went that I didn't really necessarily need any crazy twist and I did kind mm-hmm. of predict personally like listen I'm not saying I'm did you really anyone else you wait but I you knew it was, the mom? was the mom I mean That's not crazy. like not 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 super early on or anything like that yeah. but like once um when so Jake the body is discovered and he's dead um. Nita's all like, oh my god, I'm so sad, my husband's dead. And the mom's like, don't worry, I'll help you out with everything, yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll do everything together. And I'm like, oh, this is what she wants. She is yeah. happy with this development, I can tell. And I'm like, I think it's true. Because like, because when you hear what Lily has done or whatever, but she still insists she only hit him with a rock, but you find out it's a gunshot wound, you're like, okay, I don't think it's Lily. You know, I think something else happened. And yeah. the book is clearly wanting you to think it's Ryan because he's clearly in love yeah. with Nina. But I'm like, too obvious. It's something it's too else. Obvious. And I was like, I think it's the mom. Like, maybe it's still Ryan, but I think it's the mom. Yeah. And I was correct because I'm amazing. 
<laughs> yeah, good for you. I didn't, I Thank wasn't you. even, I mean, there is some bits where she's a bit like, a little bit too like positive about what's going on. <laughs> yeah. But I still didn't necessarily think that it was going to be her. I guess because I didn't think like, oh, she's like pretending about how bad her. Uh, right. Yeah. I didn't expect is. that to be fair. Yeah. I was literally still going like, okay, I think she did it, but how did she manage to kill him if she can see him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it literally didn't cross my mind that she was lying about it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And, um, wow, I lost my train of thought completely. Anyway, <laughs> um, can I just, I'm going to talk about a few scenes with Nina that I need to complain about. Okay. Okay. First off, when I was like starting to be like, Nina, shut the fuck up, was, <laughs> um, so she receives flower from her school, uh, at her, at school and there's no, it doesn't say who it's from. And she's like, what if it, it's early in the disappearance? So she's like, oh, what if it's from Jake, you know? I mean, Jake's never sent me flowers because he's a trash husband and I refuse to acknowledge <laughs> that. But it could be from him or someone else. Who knows? So she calls the florist or she goes to florist. I can't remember. Um, so she calls the florist and she's like, hey, I got some flowers. Can you tell me who they're from? And they're like, oh, that's, you know, against our policy, you know, because of privacy. If they didn't write it in their note, we can't tell you the information. And she's like, what? What? You can't tell me private information about someone who purchased from me? She's like, yeah, no, I can. She's like, why the hell not? And I'm like, well, I mean, it's privacy. Like, but you have it in your notes. She's like, yeah, but again, privacy. Uh, she's like, uh, can I speak to your manager? <laughs> Literally says, can I speak yeah. to your manager? And she's like, I'm the owner. And unless you have a police warrant, I literally can't do anything for you. Like, which, like, lady, you're you're 38 years old. How do you not know these basic stuff? Like, obviously, yeah. you're not going to be able to get people's private information. How would yeah. you like it if you purchased something at a store and they gave out your information to a rando who called? Like, obviously yeah. you would hate it. Yeah, like, it's obviously, like, a frustrating situation, but, like, you're not helping in any way whatsoever by, Literally. Like, yelling at this poor shop owner who she can't, can't do anything. do anything about exactly. it. Exactly. Uh, so, she was so annoying. And then, <laughs> the second time where she once again acted like a Karen was... Uh, and listen, I don't have sympathy for the police or anything, but uh, she's talking to the police. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, Christian at one point breaks into her house to get the key to Jake's car to move the car. And she managed to get her neighbor's like ring camera footage because she doesn't have her own ring camera. Oh, yeah. And it has like a picture of him. And she goes to the police and like, this guy broke into my house. And the police are like, oh, shit. Yeah, we'll make a report or whatever. And she's like, can you use your big tech police technology and like zoom in and clear out the image? And it's like, <laughs> and she was like thinking about that. She, like first she was like, oh, I'll go to the police and they have the technology to see that. And I was like, no, they don't. And, and then she goes to the police and they're like, no, we don't. I'm like, we can zoom in, but it's not going to make the picture any clearer. Yeah. It's not like a spy movie. She, she literally movie. watched one James Bond movie and yeah. thought that was real. <laughs> and so she gets upset with the police that they can't get a clearer image and they're basically telling her the image is not that helpful other than to know that someone broke in but 
they're they're not going to be able to do much from the picture. And she gets really upset and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, well, what should I do? And he's like, well, you should consider getting your own ring camera. That could be a good deterrent for people trying to break in. And she's like, should I really get a ring camera? And I'm like, bitch, yeah, of course. <laughs> she was just like, whoa, what? Like, crazy thought. I have this giant freaking house and a rich ass husband. And, but like the idea of getting a ring camera, like, oh, wait, that's a good idea, you think? After yeah, the fact the that they had no security no in security. the first place. Like, Literally the stupidest people I've ever met. <laughs> giving out their like garage, garage code or whatever it's to, like, to everyone, like everyone who asks. <laughs> and, Jesus. And, so yeah, the police were like, how many people like know the garage code? She's like, yeah, everyone I've ever met. I've given them the garage code. Um, and she's like, so should I, I, should I like change it? He's like, yeah, you should probably change it. Um, and then, and then she's like, so how do I change my garage code to the police officer? And he's like, I don't know, dude. It's your garage. I don't fucking know. He's like, is there a manual? She's like, maybe, probably. I don't know. Uh, He's like, yeah, look into that. And then uh, he's like, and if you can't do that, just like contacts a garage repair person or something. And then in her like inner monologue, she's like, now I have to contact a garage repair person. I don't know any garage repair people. And I'm like, look it up. Use Google. She is. Yeah. She's so useless. I mean, you're 38. How do you not have basic common sense? Like, a lot of this you can just look up <laughs> with your phone. Yeah, she's not even like a trophy wife. She's like a teacher no, who's supposed to teacher. be like fairly smart. So and she grew, she didn't grow up with money. She grew up no, no, no. Uh, with very little. So you know yeah. you would think she would have to fend for herself and you know use her brains. Some street smarts. <laughs> exactly, but it's like she lost every single street smart as soon as she married rich and was like, I'm never going back again. <laughs> yeah. Also, didn't she, like, didn't she, um, as soon as, because, like, Christian breaks into their house, and then, like, the mum sees him running away, and then doesn't she, like, retract the missing person? Yes. Because her mum says that she saw Jake when it was Christian, but who's supposed to be blind, like, mostly blind, said that she saw her husband, and she was like, oh, I'm just gonna take back the missing persons thing then. Yeah. I was like, what? Why? so funny. Like, she didn't even... She didn't even, like, really question me, like, Mom, did you really see Jake? Because you can't really see. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, like, the mom's gonna say she saw him because that... She's the one who killed Jake, obviously. If she, if yeah, she can yeah. say he's still alive, then, you know, awesome. And... <laughs> so, so yeah, she... It was, yeah, she... Nina just did have, had very little common sense. And yeah, I didn't really think about these things like when I was reading um, it, but that's it was so really, true. Like <laughs> it truly made oh, and like so, like the police uh, at some point was kind of like suspicious of her. She, they're like, "So you fought just before you disappeared?" She's like, "Yeah." Oh my god, you think I had something to do with it? And I'm like, "We're just asking questions." And at that point, I was like, "God, I hope she gets framed for this murder because she's so annoying." <laughs> <laughs> like I literally wrote um, a note <laughs> writing is it bad that I want Nita to get blamed for her husband's death I just find her so annoying <laughs> so is that bad Val <laughs> I mean she is kind of annoying to be right? fair uh, um, yeah 
<laughs> but her husband sounds like a dick, so... Yeah. Either way. I mean, I just couldn't believe that at no point she... And she's just, like, created this image of him, like, being... Like, why did she miss him so much? He sucked. He was yeah, such a bad he husband. Really sucked. He yeah. gave her, like, ultimatums about her mom, which is crazy to me. Uh, the fact that he was, was having jealous. an affair the whole yeah, time exactly. with a much younger woman. Like, yeah. you're yeah. a dick. Literally such a dick. Um, <laughs> this is, like, super random. But I don't know if you remember, but they mentioned a few times... At the school that the two women work at, they mentioned a few times something about, like, the bus area being, like, really dangerous and someone's going to get killed at some point. Or I Oh, remember I don't exactly. remember that. But they mentioned it a couple times and I was like, oh my god, foreshadowing someone's going <laughs> to die, going to get, like, hit by a bus or something, and nothing happens. I'm like, why did you I mention it? I don't remember that at all. That's okay. so strange. I think they only mentioned it, like, twice or something, but I was just okay. like, enough but for still, me. still, that's enough was, time. I, yeah, I was like, for me to pick up, I'm like, right, like, oh, this is foreshadowing, I feel like. <laughs> they <put That's>... nowhere. <laughs> so funny yeah i honestly can't remember that at all yeah uh Uh, one scene i did quite like was um when um uh, christian is like taking out so nina like Mm. stalks christian a bit and he's like taking out the these clothes like lily's like bloody clothes that she was wearing when she hit what's his face jake um and he like goes he goes on like a trek in the middle of the night to like chuck them in a bin really far away um Mm -hmm. like walks right past nina but it's pitch black so she's like oh i'm sure he can't see me (laughs) which is also insane because i'm sure his eyes adjusted to the darkness and probably knew she was there Mm -hmm. um but then he like confronts her in her car and there's this whole scene of him like basically killing her and i was like i'm sorry what (laughs) no i was like oh this has taken a turn (laughs) yeah i was like Shook. It was like a very um, vivid scene of very uh, Christian like grabbing her head, smashing it on the pavement, and killing yeah. her. And then it's like Christian's like, anyway, that's what I imagined <laughs> I would do, but maybe we'll yeah. do that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? Um, yeah, but she's I mean, really I- good at things like that. It kind of had a reminiscence of like the beginning of local work. Like she's really good yeah. at describing those sorts of scenes, like very vivid kind of scenes that just leave you like really uncomfortable. Totally. I thought, yeah, that was like so messed up in like a very fascinating way. And I think, yeah. I think that's why I like, I think Christian was the most interesting character because he's yeah. like, he was so close to being unhinged. Like he is yeah. like, a normal member of society, but could become so unhinged for this person that he loves above all. Yeah. And who he like is adamant on a, will not go to jail like he would do anything to not he, have her like, he arrested. was willing to say he was the one who killed Jake if she yeah. would get arrested and like yeah. he put her on such a high pedestal and like was crazy for her to the point of genuinely having these like very vivid thoughts of killing Nita to be able to get away with uh, yeah what happened and yeah, so that scene was like crazy. I kind of wish yeah. the book had leaned more into the kind of unhinged side of Christian, maybe. Agreed. Um, or just like in general, a bit of more unhingedness. <laughs> totally yeah. weird. Because I think in like in the grand scheme of that book, that scene is maybe a little out of place, but it is it such does a good feel little like, out of place. Snippet. But, but um, it, it was so engrossing when it happened. Like yeah. 
when I was reading that, I was just like, whoa, I, I was, yeah. <laughs> I was just like fully in that scene and yeah. it was so intense. Um, and, and the only reason like about a split second before it's revealed that he was just imagining killing her, um, yeah. I was like, wait, this can't be real only because on the ebook, uh, if you look at the like page of content, it shows the chapters and it goes like Nina Christian, Nina Christian, Nina Christian. And, oh, and, yeah. and it's that way all throughout. I'm like, no, there's got to be more Nina POV. So like, she can't be dead. <laughs> yeah, uh, but that was, I just thought of that literally a split second before it's revealed. So it didn't yeah. like, ruin anything for me. I, was, I still fell for it. Like a hundred percent. I was like, yeah. Oh, she did. And it's literally only like one or two pages, but it's like, yeah. Yeah. It's not long. It's a very it's just, short. Yeah. Very yeah. In, engrossing. Uh, that was a very cool scene. Little scene. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, another reason why Lily kind of sucked is like, if she had just <laughs> gone to the police for it, oh, I guess she wouldn't have gone oh. to the police. The whole b- book, I was like, why didn't she go to the police if he assaulted her, you know? Uh, but I guess uh, now now I'm thinking about it I forgot that when she reveals that she was having an affair like obviously she didn't want the affair to come out but also like he didn't really like she thought he could be dangerous and could hurt her but she threw the first swing you know and and then proceeded to hit him Mm -hmm. multiple times in the back of the head so when he had his back turned to her so so I guess it probably looked really bad for her so never mind why am I the beginning of my thought (laughs) but like the fact that Christian at no point was like we should just go to the police or you should have told me this as soon as it happened we could have gone to the police like and he didn't think further you know Oh, I guess my mom, my mom, my, uh, Freud and Slub, uh, my wife, uh, my wife, uh, oh, she's just, she was just like in shock, probably my beautiful, perfect wife was just in shock. So she didn't, she took a, a whole day to tell me about this and, you know, oh, they might, they might not think it's self-defense. So just in case, let's just cover up a murder. Yeah. Let's steal his car. Like, let's steal his car. I don't know. Com- completely implicate myself in this whole thing yeah yeah wild um i so i know you read this a lot longer ago than me (laughs) but i was thinking about the whole ryan thing of it and obviously it's revealed so he as we mentioned he was like a stalking nina somewhat right i i can't remember the extent of it exactly but I remember at one point she gets to her house and she's like, oh, wait, I I think someone's broken in. And that's after the whole Christian thing. And like in her bedroom. Oh, wait, no, it was her cat. (laughs) Okay, never mind. Yeah, it was her cat. (laughs) I was was like, I was like, what was the whole perfume thing? They never revealed what that was. I'm like, no, wait, they did. It was her cat all along. Oh, my God. It was just the cat. (laughs) Not me forgetting entire scenes. So, okay. So then, okay. I know Ryan was like a kind of a stalker. But, like, it, I'm trying to think of what he did that was, like, I mean, he followed her home after she, like, grabbed Jack, Jake's car from the impound lot. Yeah. And then there's the flowers. What else did he do? Did he do anything else? Because I remember I those. Are the, sorry, continue. No, no, no. You remember. 
You I was gonna say, say I mean, there, like, I, she had a tracker on her car, and at first I thought that was Ryan, but it's revealed that that was actually Jake, because he was tracking her when he was having the affair, and Lily knew about it. Yeah. And didn't do anything. So I was like, did Ryan do anything else? And I'm asking this, because at the very end of the book, it's revealed that, like, it's just said in passing in Christian's point of view that when Nina returns to work, uh, Ryan immediately quits. And I'm like... But why? Like, I know he was being a creepy, but, like, why did he quit his job? Like, unless, did, like, Nina yeah. press charges against him? Like, it's very kind of, like, I, I was a bit confused by that. The main thing, I mean, the main creepy thing he does is the following, like, when she tells him, like, because he drops her off at the thing, and then she's like, it's fine, I'll drive Jake's yeah. car back home <clears throat> and he's like okay and he's like insisting but she's like no no like you can go mm-hmm. and then she's like at a traffic light and she sees him like a car or two behind and then she gets yeah. out and confronts him yeah but that's like the main that's the thing. creepiest Apart from the part that's like the creepiest part of it yeah like I agree that he was bound to escalate or whatever but it's just like never really ex- like and I'm obviously think Ryan sucks but I was just confused why yeah. he would quit you know I feel like he would have stayed yeah. to continue the stalking right <laughs> Yeah, I don't think there was anything else in particular that... I was just a bit confused by that one line. I was just like, wait, huh? Yeah. But I feel like maybe it means something that I'm not quite getting. Unless, like, there was, like, implications of other things that I can't remember or I might have missed. I don't know. And not that I recall. But anyway. Oh, oh, I've got another reason why Nina, why I didn't really like Nina, is how she, she treats her cat. Um, so for a long time, she ends up go- staying at her mom's because she doesn't feel safe at Jake's place because obviously Christian broke in and she's Oh, yeah. Sick. And then she's she mentioned, she's like, oh, yeah, I just left my cat at Jake's place. Like, my cat's yeah, fine. I have, a, I have an automatic feeder. Like, she's fine on her own for days. And I'm like, I just feel like even if she can survive fine, I just feel like that's kind of cruel to leave your cat alone for days in an empty house, especially if you think the house is unsafe. Like, can't you just bring the cat to your mom's place? Like, she's a bad. Yeah, pet why owner. didn't she take the cat with her? Exactly. She's she was truly a bad pet owner, which just adds to my list of like. So so Nina's crimes are not necessarily crimes. <laughs> she's just bad. Like one of those people that I just can't stand. You know. Also, was the cat only there for the? For the frame knocking over thing is that the main? I guess so. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, which whatever. I I mean, but she does genuinely mention she's just like, oh yeah, yeah, my cat's fine on its own. It's fine, no big deal. (laughs) Terrible person. I feel like I like. Listen, I don't own a cat or anything, and I know they're a lot more independent than dogs. But I still think you don't. But they still alone. No. For that long, that's insane to me. No. Like, that's just like you don't care about your pets. And no. that makes you a terrible person. Yeah. Therefore, you should have been framed for the murder of your husband. I don't make the rules. <laughs> that's just how it is. <laughs> well, maybe Jake cheated on her because she was a terrible person. Listen, it's if just Jake... like a. <laughs> yeah. You know what? It is told in Nina's point of view. True. Unreliable uh, the... narrator. You never yeah. know. <laughs> the. 
the thing is, like, I feel like, because when Lily's, like, justifying her sleeping with Jake, she's like, Nina isn't, isn't, uh, like, pleasuring him anymore. All she cares about is her mom. God. <laughs> I was like, if, if Lily wanted to be more sympathetic, she should have been like, Jake, Jake doesn't love Nina anymore because she treats her cat like shit. And we don't appreciate people who don't, uh, appreciate their pets. So, I just, like, yeah. I'd have and more sympathy like, yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> also, why, yeah, it doesn't really, like, apart from, oh, Jake's lonely and, like, horny or whatever, like, why did Lily sleep with him? I mean, my theory is that Lily is low-key a sociopath. I mean, I guess. that must, it's, like It's never really talked about. It's hard to say because it's told... I mean, a lot of Lily's told in the perspective of someone who has such uh, is obsessed with rose-colored her. glasses version yeah. of her. Uh, yeah. So she's she's described so innocent and sweet. Um, yeah. But and it's hard. It's, and I, and even then, like in Nina's point of view, like when she talks about Lily, or even when she sees her when. Uh, when the police come to her school to tell her that Jake's dead and she sees Lily and she's like, Lily looks scared. Like she didn't look sad or upset for me. She looks scared, which mm-hmm. tells me she's guilty. And I'm like, and if you were a sociopath, I feel like you'd have a better poker face. Yeah. So maybe Lily's just a terrible person that I think Christian is just so in love or yeah. has like probably uh, an incorrect view of his wife. Like he, he's, He's, like, put on this person in his head onto his wife, who's not actually who she is, you know? Yeah. She's also carrying his child, so I guess that also has, like, yes. another level of why he wants to Yeah, and he, and, he, and he sees her so, like, fragile because they've had so many miscarriages. Yeah. yeah. And this is, like, uh, their umthia, umthia, whatever. It's been... <laughs> <laughs> This is like their whatever amount of pregnancies later, and it's the first one that's actually gone on for longer than the yeah. previous miscarriages. And so, like, I I, I think she he does see her as this like fragile little flower that he needs to protect. Yeah. Hence the name Lily. Oh my god, it all makes sense. It's all coming together. <laughs> um. Yeah. So anyway. I think that's all I had to say about the book. Um, yeah. I did end up really enjoying it. I had a lot of fun reading it. Uh, it was an easy read. It kept me engaged personally. Um, and and I think I liked it more than you did. Uh, and so I'm going to read it four stars. Nice. I would say... A th- oh, sorry. I've just hiccuped. Uh, suspense. Um, I would get a solid <laughs> three stars. Cool. Uh, I thought so. I thought so. I think I think I might be in, like in the middle of Mary Kubica books. I don't know. I'd have to remember what the other misses is about, but <laughs> and the twist to local woman. <laughs> you just have to yeah, like, remember the rest of the books. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think I'm. I'm probably in the minority because I did notice that the average rating of just the nicest couple is pretty low. <laughs> Oh, is it? I haven't even checked. It's like to be three point five nine or something, which isn't like crazy okay. low, but it's lower than the average, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, and I was like a bit surprised, but I don't know. It maybe just works for me. 
and not for other people. I did see um, when I was looking for for a summary and stuff and like looking up some reviews, like a lot of people were saying, um, the like a surprising one of the biggest criticism was her writing style, which oh. I don't find is an issue. Well, so I like her writing style. I find it very yeah. uh, engaging and um, like. I don't know, maybe it's not overly complex and that's what I like about it. But I don't think it always has to be. Exactly. Like... I've, her books are a lot, very much about the plot, you know? So yeah, exactly. Be... I don't know. I liked it. Um, but it was like a, a criticism that was coming up quite a lot and I was like, oh, I was a bit surprised. I don't know, maybe we're just simple people with simple minds. <laughs> simple people, simple minds, exactly. <laughs> All right, let's go on to the casting portion of the podcast. So I'm ready. So I was thinking in terms of the movie. Uh, obviously, I want to cast the couples. So Christian, Lily, Nina, and Jake. And I was thinking, like, Jake is technically dead throughout this entire book. But I was like, they could have flashbacks if they made a movie talking about how life was yeah. with Jake and how exactly. the murder happened and, and his affair, blah, blah, blah. So it's yeah. fine. <laughs> he would just be I was really <laughs> worried because it sounded like you were going to be like, oh, Jake's dead for most of it. So I also thought of this other part and I was like, what? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I added another one. Yeah, I know. For, I was like, for, did I do it again? <laughs> <laughs> did I forget to read a text? No. I was just thinking, I was like, I just want to justify my reason for having Jake as one of the people we cast because <laughs> I'm yeah, like technically is dead but it's it's because uh, my casting started with Jake I just had like this vision oh of who. okay and this is funny because this is one of the few books where I started picturing the people as I was reading it oh. and, and I feel like maybe because I like my casting it helped me enjoy the book perhaps um yeah anyway uh so I think we should start with Jake because that's where I started my casting. Yes. Um, and so who I casted and for some reason, and I feel bad because I feel like he kind of uh, has done multiple times the like kind of bad love interest or the bad husband, <laughs> but it's uh, okay. Nikolai uh, Coster Waldo. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, I like that. Yeah, I was very happy with that. Uh, but he could definitely nail the douchebag husband part very well, I feel like. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, um, I also went with um, a bit of a douchebag. Um, <laughs> Gotsta. Or someone who plays one quite well. <clears throat> and that is Theo James. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, that's very good. I think I was picturing someone older, but I think that's a great casting. Yeah, I thought he was. I mean, he's a lot older than I'm surprised he's a lot older than I thought he was, which is um, in general because he's like almost oh, 40 like the and I actor. Didn't that. Yes, I thought, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like that's Hollywood. It's like everyone. Yeah. I feel like so many actors, like, I find out are, like, 39 or 40 that I still, like, think looks look 30. Like, I think of yeah. James or, like, Paul Wesley. At, like, yeah. they're 40, 41. And I'm like, what? Insane. <laughs> That's insane to me. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, like, so he is the right age. It just feels wrong to me. <laughs> yeah, because he seems a lot younger. I know what exactly. You mean. <laughs> uh, which is crazy. Um... But I still think is uh, would 
would definitely work. He would definitely be able to play the douchebag husband. Yeah. Um, I think... Is it confusing if we go to Lily next? Just because I feel like Christian and Nina are the main characters. No, yeah, we can do Nina next. Okay. So uh, Ned, Lily, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> Lily, who is yeah. Christian's wife, but who has an affair with Jake, um, yes. is younger, and I uh, decided to go for Jodie Comer. Oh. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah, I was actually. very happy with that thought. I was like, that's so good. I feel like she she could look innocent, but definitely have that devious side to her. Yeah, you know? for sure. Uh, have that's that really that good. insidious look in her eyes. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. And I love her, so... Oh, and I want to ask, I know you've casted her before. Do you remember who? <laughs> <laughs> never mind, never mind. I didn't ask. <laughs> I was just curious. Cut it out, cut it out. <laughs> Happened. I didn't ask anything. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> can hear the frustration, and you're like, oh, uh, it's just like panic. <laughs> no, like, of course, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, who um, did you cast for Lily? So, I picked Imogen Poots for Lily. Fantastic. I think that's a great casting as well. Thank you very much. Yeah, I definitely see it. Yeah, mm-hmm. same reasons. I think she can have like a bit of a sinister edge, but mm-hmm. she also looks kind of sweet and yep. yeah, definitely. Yup, yup. Um, next, I'm gonna go for Nina. Okay. Um, and so, though I feel slightly bad because I like this actress, and I don't. Same, I like Nina. Your pictures. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do think she like just would definitely work really well in the role, and I picked Evangeline Lilly. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. I went in a quite a different direction. Oh, so. that's interesting. But I'm interesting. Curious. Yeah. Um, I also went with someone who I didn't realise was in her late 30s <laughs> until I was looking it up. Um, which works, I guess, with Theo James. But um, I went with... Go- oh, sorry, I'm going to butcher her name. I'm so sorry. Um, Gugu Mbatha Raw. I have no idea who that is, I think. I think you would have seen her in something she's been in quite a few things um maybe... I, I i i don't want to ask you to say her name again because i don't want you to say it um, it's, yeah but let uh, on, i she's... look forward to seeing your casting post on on our instagram have you seen ah um this is probably a good I'm pretty sure that's her. Have you seen um, San Junipero, the Black Mirror episode? Yes. So she's the... Uh, she's in that. She's one of the main characters. Yeah, yeah, Not the yeah, one that yeah. wears the glasses, the other one. Yeah. Um, gotcha. If that helps. It does. <laughs> probably it does. doesn't, but... No, it does. I, I know <laughs> oh, okay, that, cool. that episode very well. Great. Actually, I think that's a really good pick as well. Yeah. For Nina. I, you, yeah. I think... Uh, She'd rock it. And sorry to her for having to yeah. play such an annoying character. I was gonna say, like, I th- I felt almost bad to say I think she'd be really good in that role. I'm not trying to say <laughs> she's annoying. <laughs> uh, um, and then last but not least, we have Christian. Um, yeah, the uh, the husband of Lily, um, who foolishly goes along and tries to. Uh, 
do anything he can to save Lily, even though she does not deserve it. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I went for Josh O'Connor for that role. I don't know which who that is. I'm sure you've you've seen him before. Um, I feel like he has the perfect vibe for um, Christian. He because he kind of seems like he'd be so enamored with Jodie Comer and like ignore all her faults. <laughs> and he also has the like tall and lean vibe that is described for Christian. And yeah, uh, I don't recognize him. That's so strange. Really? Uh, no, I, mean, I know him most for being in the movie um, God's Own Country, which came out in 2017. Oh, okay. uh, but he also played Prince Charles on The Crown, I believe. Oh, I don't watch The Crown. Yeah, neither do I. But I just remembered because, like, the whole, like, scene uh, where it's, like, him and Princess Diana that's, like, uh, she's, like, uh, Camilla is my priority. She's, oh, like, not the woman of you, not the mother of your children. Oh, God. He's, like, no! Yeah. <laughs> <Camilla>. <laughs> Anyway, that scene is like ingrained in my brain. Uh, that scene. <laughs> I've never watched wow. it. I just remembered it was like big on TikTok for a while. <laughs> okay. Because um, it was like yeah, a sound. I feel- <laughs> where it was like um, people would talk about like they'll be like, uh, "Don't you want children?" And they'd be like, "No, all I care about is my dog." And they'd use the like "Camilla is my priority." <laughs> and point to the dog or something like that you know i've not seen that that's so funny i think it was like before you got into tiktok that was like a trend okay that makes sense not really a trend anymore Uh, anyway josh o'connor that's who i think uh okay (laughs) um i think mine's kind of like has a similar vibe so Mm. even though i don't know who josh o'connor is i think it works really well um because i went with jonathan (laughs) bailey oh yeah for sure uh, that's a good one too. Yeah. I think like with my casting, I was trying to kind of um, show the differences in ages between the two couples uh, mm-hmm. and having, and I wanted it to have that like older man definitely kind of going for a younger model of his wife and like really show off the douchebaggery that way. Yeah. Um. So I was trying to very much like find a couple that was like these are in their late 30s early 40s they are in their late 20s early 30s you know and yeah i think i nailed that personally if you do so say so yourself i'm just saying i love my casting for this one i think it a movie. <laughs> good no i'm glad um and, and then and josh o'connor could go lily is my priority <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> I'm doing a fantastic <laughs> version of what he did. So if you don't, think oh yeah, so, it's like I'm you sure just it's haven't seen the crown. <laughs> basically, the same thing. Oh yeah, it's because I've never seen the crown. That's that's, that's the problem. The issue. <laughs> yeah, I'm just not getting it. You're just about. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I believe that's our review of just the nicest couple. Mary <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Um, um, I'm 
Oh, I'm panicking. I'm trying to get my next book. <laughs> so, obviously, next week we will doing, be doing another mystery. Uh, this time it'll be yes. Val's pick, which I'm very excited about. And I will be talking about how excited I am until Val signals to me that she has the title at her disposal. How do so I signal? I'm, I'm ready. Really? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wink, wink. How do I do it? Um <laughs> Uh, yes, uh, for my mystery pick, um, we are going to be reading A Flicker in the Dark by Stacey Willingham. Um, Very excited yes. to read. It's been on my TBR mm. since it came out last year. Um, Love that. So I'm happy to have an excuse to read it. I also want to read um, her new book that also came out this year in January. I think it's like All the Things, something, something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That one came um, out in my research as well. Yeah, so I think I'm going to try to read both of them before the next podcast so I can compare and nice. contrast, you know? I think this one also had, like, good reads. I don't know if it was a nomination or, like, I, It was nominated won. for the, like, um, yeah. mystery part of... Mystery thriller. The mystery part. <laughs> the mystery category. <laughs> mystery <part. laughs> um, I don't recall if it... No, because I think the maid one. Ah, that makes sense. I remember that. Um, but yes, flick so the talk for uh, yeah. the next one, and then on next uh, next week at the end of next week's podcast, you guys will find out the next month's very genre, exciting. Which is very exciting. We should so. all be excited. Exactly. So uh, <laughs> catch up with us in two weeks. We'll be doing our next mystery and revealing our next genre. So yes. We'll see you guys in two weeks. Goodbye. Goodbye.